as uh, parents, you've got your hands full. Well, all of us really have our hands full after months of virtual activities being the norm. Uh, the question is, how can parents wean their children and themselves, their families, off the screens this summer with our a great relationship with uh, Michigan Medicine, we're happy to welcome Dr. Jenny Radeski, developmental behavioral pediatrician at the University of Michigan, C.S. Mott Children's Hospital. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, it is our pleasure. The screen time habits that children may have established during this pandemic and uh, and all through the remote uh, learning and such was was helpful for the remote learning and yet harmful if we've gotten into some bad habits. Help us uh, understand at least your view on this. Yeah, well, I, you know, I have said to parents all through the pandemic, you know, we're going to have to change up a lot of our routines just to accommodate for all of the lockdowns and remote learning and all of these changes and being flexible and adaptive and not feeling guilty about the extra screen time is really important. We're doing the best we can. But now that things are opening up and kids are going back to more in-person school, it's a really good time to reflect on, you know, what changed in a good way for us about technology and what would we love to just get rid of all entirely. You know, for example, some families are sick of letting devices in the bedrooms that used to for remote learning, but now it's become an obsession for kids to just, you know, have a laptop or iPad in the bedroom and to be looking up YouTube videos at all hours. So this is a time to say, okay, where has technology invaded our lives in ways that aren't so helpful, and where would we like to decide on some new tech-free spaces, tech-free times? You know, where do we want to just say, you know what, YouTube or, or another sort of game or app just was sucking up all of our attention but not necessarily making us feel happier. So, so this is a time to put the control and the um, parents back in the driver's seat for making these decisions. Well, it, it sounds like maybe a, a family meeting is called for, or does mom uh, and dad just try to uh, kind of uh, institute these uh, ideas for peeling back screen time, deciding on those tech-free spaces you mentioned, uh, maybe times in our home and family routines that would uh, leave the tech behind at this point? Yes. I, I always recommend family meetings because if you have older kids who are elementary school-aged or teens, they're going to want some say. They're going to want to contribute to the ideas for what the solutions are. And those solutions might include parents putting away their tech, too, or not just picking it up without even thinking about it and interrupting some of the times that provide a lot of emotional connection or conversation with kids that really help them be resilient through tough times. When you have little kids who might just be toddlers, you know, they can't talk during a family meeting, but you can still explain to them why you're making some new rules. You know, only Sesame Street or whatever your favorite pro positive program is just during these times while, you know, mommy's getting stuff ready. Or let them know that there's a time and a place for the fun of technology, but it can't take up your whole day. It can't just be something you grab when you're bored because then you're not filling your brain with all the other cool stuff that's available in the summer or that our brains are capable of. So, uh, once again, the do as I say, not as I do is not going to work. If you're you going to be limited <laughs> if you're going to be limiting 
that kind of tech time with your kids, they're going to be looking at you and soon say, well, wait a minute, you're on your devices all the time, and you say that's what you need to do. Well, we have things to do too, but I think having, as you might put it, replacement activities uh, for kids to get back into the practice of more physical activity, even regular sleep habits or maybe entertaining themselves through reading, drawing, or music is one thing that we as parents can lead our kids into. Yes. Try a family experiment where you might say, okay, what is the app or game or technology that takes up a ton of our time but isn't the most fulfilling or meaningful experience to us? Let's take an hour or so of that out of our day or maybe even stop it for two weeks and do a little experiment. And instead, you know, what do we want back? What are we missing that we've just gotten out of the habit of doing? Do we want to get to bed on time and all work as a family to do that? Do we want to get out and take walks in our favorite parks? Um, what are the books that we've been missing going to the library for? You know, so thinking of looking up what the new children's books are and, and going out and getting those and all just sitting around the living room and reading together and having that quiet time, you have to kind of show kids there are alternatives out there. You don't just need to pick up your tablet and turn on some videos. And doing that over and over helps reset the habit and gets kids more uh, likely to just reach for a book or, you know, go outside and find something to do rather than just reaching for a screen. The other thing it's important to do is, you know, put devices in their places. Don't just let them hang out all around the house wherever they want. You, Doctor, you know, have a box, have a, a, you know, a shelf or something else where they're out of sight. So they, the out of sight, out of mind is the idea, but it's going to be hard to get them out of mind, but out of sight's going <laughs> to help. Dr. Jenny Radeski developmental behavioral pediatrician at University of Michigan Health, C.S. Mott Children's Hospital, with our uh, Michigan medicine relationship. We'll be depending on the Michigan medicine docs uh, even more often, and we certainly are happy about that, being a Michigan man myself. But meanwhile, uh, as you would remind us, not all tech is bad, doctor. That's right, and I really want to inspire parents to have a more nuanced conversation, right? It's not just screen time is good or bad or, you know, harmful or helpful. I want you to really think about the design of the technology. The technology has so much of this interactivity now. You can connect with amazing ideas or wonderful people, but you can also just be fed a lot of information on a recommendations feed that's been tailored for just your mind, right? So lots of kids can get into following that feed. They get on autopilot where they just are watching toy unboxing videos or video game videos, and they're not using their mind as much, right? So think through what types of tech designs put us in that autopilot mode and, and aren't really inspiring us to be our best selves, and which ones do we want to use more? Is it creative? Is it video chatting? Is it snuggling on the couch and watching a really funny movie together? Do more of the positive, less of the stuff that's just taking up our time. You know, lots of us have discovered during this pandemic uh, lots of apps or programs that are, are very creative and very helpful. We adults have discovered Netflix to survive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't want anyone to take that away from us. Uh, but uh, I completely understand grabbing back our lives and getting control back 
and that's important for our kids as well. Doctor, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you for for having me. Uh-huh. Michigan Medicine, Dr. Jenny Radeski, developmental behavioral pediatrician at the University of Michigan Health, C.S. Mott Children's Hospital, the Paul W. Smith Show, WJR.